Ever feel unable to focus, tired, and just low on energy? We understand that feeling. We understand it so well that the Sports and the World Podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guys Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head over to www.shockenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavor box or even their watermelon flavor box. Oh, and don't worry, they ship worldwide. That's right, worldwide. Get your shocked energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to us or watching us. Thank you for making the sports and the world podcast part of your day. I'm Ladaris. Hope all of you are well and safe out there. And before we get into Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, it's going to be a, a NFL and, you know, kind of a basketball driven segment. I just want to stop and just acknowledge, you know, the passing of Scott Hall. And, you know, first of all, I'm saying, you know, hey, you know, first and foremost, what Scott Hall meant to wrestling. And you hear people like, didn't know him personally. But, you know, being a fan and like so many of you that may be watching or listening or fans of wrestling. Scott Hall was arguably one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. Who could forget the first ever ladder match in company history? He defeated Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. And so many great moments, you know, then when he became NWO. And one of the things I remember vividly about Scott Hall is that I remember in the match where he, he came from the crowd, he was dressed as security, I believe. This is when he's at WCW. And he tased Goldberg in the chest. And I'm like, and, and growing up watching work, I'm like, that's different. And it stuck with me. It stuck me, it still sticks with me to this day. And but more importantly, another thing about Scott Hall is that Scott Hall the person. And we all battle certain things in our lives. And Scott Hall meant so much to so many people beyond the ring. And at the end of the day, you know, that's what it matters the most. You know, we the fans know Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, the wrestler. But some people family know him as dad, uh, you know, brother whatever they know him in a different capacity and that's what I'm thinking about the families and friends who knew him and who loved him so a special thank you to Scott Hall Razor Moon for everything that you did for the business and continued thoughts prayers and love to his family and friends now with that being said let's jump into some of the some of the football news let's talk about obviously Tom Brady running it back for season 23 
And for some folks, it's not all that surprising. I'm mildly surprised. Because I think what happened with Tom Brady, Tom Brady sat at home. And I just felt like he, the, the way the season ended for them, losing to the eventual Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, it really stuck with him. And I don't, and I felt like, you know, he's someone's Twitter post where he has that unfinished business. I think the goal for him coming back is that he feels that he can come back and this Tampa team could very much well win a Super Bowl. And, and I believe that they can win a Super Bowl because the odds have shifted significantly. Oh, well, Tampa Bay's favorites again, as opposed to them being, you know, there's no chance to now that they definitely have a chance. Tom Brady swings the momentum and he's he's a difference maker he's a game changer on the field off the field so what's interesting is is that when you look at Tampa Bay's odds you know a lot of guys like Leonard Fournette I wrote an article for Sports Kita and you know be the NFL and I, I wrote a piece listen last week you know Leonard Fournette was ready to you know to say see you later Tampa Bay all of a sudden Brady comes back then the Instagram post goes away it could change the way, you know, essentially a lot of players come in. They re-sign Carlton Davis, their cornerback. So you're, it's the Tom Brady effect, essentially. Is that, hey, he wants to run it back. And and I really felt going to the quarterback situation, you heard him connected to Jimmy Garoppolo, you heard Russell Wilson, who eventually went to the Denver Broncos. But now, you know you're getting Brady, who will be 45 years old to start the season. He'll be the oldest quarterback to ever start an NFL game when the season starts in September. What's amazing about Tom Brady, and I, I won't peel into as much as I got, you know, as much. But what I will say about Tom Brady is this: that Tom Brady is a guy who he knows his body, and I think two reasons he couldn't have gotten, he wouldn't have came out of retirement for two reasons. A, Giselle, his wife, definitely talked it over with the family and had to essentially kind of convince her, you know, he to play again. And secondly, it's all about Tom Brady seeing what's going on in the league. And he's seeing that where the momentum is absolutely shifting. It's it's shifting to where all the good quarterbacks now seem to be in the AFC. And he feels like, I can run this back and win. Because outside of possibly, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, you still got, but we're talking about contenders. He still feels that, listen, Tampa Bay this season just won the Super Bowl back in 2020. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. And they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions, you know, the previous season. So it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that he could feel that, hey, I could run this back and win. But when you talk about Tom Brady, you can't speak it to him. You can't talk about him, I should say, in the context of football. He's a person to talk about in the context of sports because what he's doing is very unprecedented. He's coming back into a situation where at age 45, he can still play at a high level. Look what he did at age 44. He led the lead in passing yards at age 44. Let the people think about that. He led the lead in, in passing touchdowns as well. Tom Brady feels that he has another year and who am I and other people say that he doesn't have another year because I think he does. So, with that being said, speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers finally signed his extension. It was a very cap-friendly deal. You know, wasn't as much as, you know, Ian Rappaport, but very much in the ballpark. Five-year, $185 million. You know, as reported, four-year, $200 million that was reported by Ian Rappaport. Here's the thing. 
with Aaron Rodgers. In this extension, he has to win a Super Bowl. You're like, oh, well, Derek, that's obvious. But no, he has to. Because at some point, they're literally, at, at this stage in the game, you're entering year 18. And you're at a point where you have to do something. Like, since that 2010, you won the Super Bowl in the 2010 season, you've been to the NFC Championship game four times, lost all four times. So, at some point, when are we, you know, Green Bay and we as fans, we want results. And we want to see him back in the Super Bowl because there's no way. Now, with Devontae Adams reportedly not playing under the tag, I think they're going to work on a long-term deal because I think they know how much Devontae Adams means to Green Bay and more importantly, Aaron Rodgers knows how much he means to Green Bay. As listen, Aaron Rodgers has thrown more touchdown passes to Devontae Adams than any receiver he's ever thrown to in his career. So that's how much, you know, Devontae Adams means. So the penultimate question is where did that place him in the NFC? Listen, Tom Brady changes the game. The NFC now becomes very interesting because I think when Aaron Rodgers saw Tom Brady come back, he's like, oh, great. Because he saw one great NFC quarterback and Russell Wilson go out to the AFC. And so and he looks at his own division like, well, I'm competing against you know, the Lions, we don't know who their quarterback's going to be. You got Justin Fields in Chicago, and you got Kirk Cousins re-upping in Minnesota. So you're like, well, I can win the NFC North. But how far can I progress in the playoffs? Because you got to factor the Rams are, you know, still up there as a favorite. You know, essentially, Matthew Stafford still running it back there. But Tom Brady now re-enters the picture. If you're Aaron Rodgers, you have to beat Tom Brady. You have to get to the Super Bowl to a justify the extension, and and to the point like listen, maybe add to your legacy, because whether it's fair or not, and I won't delve into it. I delved into it last time I talked about legacies and quarterbacks. But I love talking about quarterbacks, so it just bears worth. It just bears worth repeating. Is is that listen? When you get there, like for if you're Aaron Rodgers, getting back there, you have to get back to a Super Bowl, simply because of expectations. It's where there's no excuse in the world why you can't get back because you're in a division that's easily, it's a winnable division. You're in a situation where your team accepts what, listen, you just re-sign, you know, what's it that? You re-sign one of your better defensive players in Preston, Preston was a Darius Smith. Sorry, it's off my head. I, I used to be good at that. But, but the point is, listen, Green Bay is going to do their part, and Rodgers has to do his part. Because at some point, there's a window. And for Aaron Rodgers, this is the window. He's maybe a two-year window. Listen, Brady, I'm assuming, is not going to play after the 2022 season. So he has a window where he could win. And he has to get to at least to one Super Bowl and possibly win it. Because at this stage in the game, there's really no excuse in the world why you can't win a Super Bowl. And, and and the reality is, if you're an Aaron Rodgers, I think he understands that pressure. That listen, is it fair the way that we treat quarterbacks? Yes and no, because it varies about the quarterback. How we compare, listen, I'll put it this way: Russell Wilson also has won Super Bowl, but the difference is, Russell Wilson has been to at least another Super Bowl, and Rodgers hasn't been to the Super Bowl in over a decade. And we could argue the Brady effect. We can argue why. 
But the fact of the matter is, Aaron Rodgers needs to needs to go back to that Super Bowl. Like I can't overstate it enough because at the end of the day, you're a Hall of Famer. But listen, they're giving you this money, they're paying you like a franchise guy. And listen, no, you look, like I said, you can't compare Brady to anybody else. It's not a fair comparison in terms of accomplishments. That's not fair to any other quarterback. But this feels like a situation, the only one comparison where you can do Brady and Rodgers is that, that look, at some point when Brady, people felt that in New England, it was the Belichick way. But it took Brady to leave to understand that it was the Brady way that maybe elevated the Patriots in many situations. And for Aaron Rodgers, it's a question of, well, is it Aaron Rodgers' fault or is it Green Bay's fault? We don't know. We simply do not know. But if you ask people, listen, Aaron Rodgers, listen, it's very hard to explain. Listen, I don't like blaming, you know, one person wholly when it's doing people. But listen, Green Bay's played their part. But the fact that they're paying you, they're giving you what you want, now you have to give them results. They need that ROI to justify them paying you what they're paying you. So, that being said, you know, quarterback-driven show today. But before we dive into Brown's big picture, a couple of things. You can listen to this episode and every episode of the Sports in the World podcast. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, And you can watch the podcast here on YouTube if you're watching this episode and watch the previous episode that I've done. You're going to start seeing more of this face, so be prepared for that. And also, I'll be doing March Madness stuff. I'll be doing some previews that will be coming out today, covering some of the some of the more important first round games, and then they'll be going up throughout the tournament as well for both the men's and the women's tournament. Glad we can say women's March Madness. Well, I was already saying it before, but now we can say it. And also follow the account on social media at Force the World. Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to rebuild the Instagram there. But follow me personally on Twitter at Ladares underscore Brown. Instagram at Ladares double underscore Brown. Follow the podcast on Facebook. Polls, comments, thoughts. Always welcome. If you also have want to drop questions on the show, drop it, drop it on my Twitter, on the podcast, Twitter, drop it wherever you can on Facebook. And I'll be make sure to answer it on the show. So all of that being said, big breath. Let's go into Brown's big picture. And and one thing that I, listen, it's, I want to talk about Baker Mayfield. Because to me, it's, Baker Mayfield's fascinating. Maybe for not the same reason why you may think, the listener or the viewer may think so. Baker Mayfield is a quarterback to me where I'll be the first to admit, I was like, I'm not sure if he's the guy, but it took for him. It took for me, leading him, leading the team to the playoffs. Be like, this could be the guy. Because listen, whether Cleveland fans want to admit it or not, he's probably the best quarterback you had from a starting perspective. Maybe a couple of decades. Maybe maybe since Bernie, because you've had a, a bajillion quarterbacks since then. Now, it, it really feels to me that there's a great divide. In, in Brown's Twitter, specifically, I know a couple of people who are Brown's fans. So shout out to Gab Goody, you know, the Haley Murphy, follow them on their socials. They're amazing. And it and it feels like, so I, I kind of got drawn into, you know, 
looking to see what's going on in Browns Twitter. And what I will say about all of this. Now, the Browns are pursuing Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Now, this is what I always say. Listen, from a legal standpoint, from a, and I made a video about the Jackson on TikTok where I talk about, well, listen, Deshaun wants on a criminal aspect, you know, he won't go to, he won't go to prison, but there are still civil lawsuits out there. So it's still that aura is still around him of those sexual, you know, allegations against him. And, and it really feels as though that Cleveland is doing their due diligence. Here's what I mean. To me, it's I'm not taking a side, or I may be taking a side, depending on how you know you, the listener viewer, take it. But Cleveland is doing. Listen, my Falcons are sniffing around Deshaun Watson. Now, do I want Deshaun Watson on my team if I'm a fan? It's very tough because if we get from the last time we saw him in the 2020 season, we get a guy like that. We get a guy leading the league in pass. We get a guy top five pass from the league. Yes, but it's those allegations and it's about image. And to me, image is everything. Like think about it in your job, in your profession. Why do you think sometimes your job monitors what you place on social media? Why is that? Because you represent the company and you have to look at a football team like a multi-billion dollar company. It's why, why do you think they, they invest so much in the quarterback position? Because the quarterback is essentially the CEO of that team. Like, obviously, they have CEOs in the front office. I, I, I get that. But to me, it's the image. Do you want Deshaun Watson essentially being the face of your franchise, being the CEO of your franchise? And think of the fans as those who support your company. Would you lose some fans to it? And I've seen some that say yes. That you know they will they'll they will not be fancy teams. I've seen some that goes, you know what? If he can win those games, it overlooks it. And it's, it's all about perspective. It's all truly all about perspective. And going back to Cleveland, it really feels that listen, and this and I cannot stress this enough. Do do, do front offices see, you know, go on social media? Sure, maybe. But they're not going to base, well, you know what our fans say, but hey, we don't want this guy, so we got to know. The fans are looking at what's best for business, which you always hear it's a kind of a, it's a WWE a WWE term for those who are fans. It's like, that's one of the things that we heard, you know, like doing what's best for business. The question will always remain, is what's best for business bringing in Deshaun Washington? Because I say, understand this. What we have to understand is however you may feel personal with Deshaun Watson, I have my feelings and so do you. You're the listener, you're the viewer. But for some companies, and we've seen the NFL has kind of the I guess you want to say the the template where they've shown that they they'll bring in guys who have like Greg Hardy. You know, you know, we saw Kareem Hunt. So there's a template for guys who've gone through legal issues to play in the league to get a second chance. But it's all about the image. Because listen, 
if they can help you win a game, for some people, in the eyes of some, it kind of dimmers the situation. But I want to be super clear about those who feel that Deshaun Watson is clear. And I said in the video, and I and I promised I'd bring it up again. And I'll say it again. Just because he was, he's not going to go to prison. There'll be no trial. It's not those 22 civil lawsuits do not disappear. They're still there in the present. So we can't ignore the women. We can't ignore the, we can't ignore that. You know, some fans want to, but I, you, you simply can. So that's something to keep in mind. But going back to Baker, what, how you may feel about Baker? Because listen, I, I, I said once, do I feel Baker could be the starting quarterback 22? Yes, I think he could. Because I think now, because when you have guys like Russell Wilson off the market, the only real quarterback trade on the trade market is Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of like actual trade value. Like you can sign like a Mariota, you know, you got Jameis Winston still out there, but in terms of like trade value, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Especially after the Vikings, you know, restructured Kirk Cousins' deal. So, is bringing in Deshaun Watson a, a slap in the face for Baker? And I say yes and no. Yes, this is that is it makes it feel like you're not committed to him for 2022, but also understanding it's a business. And I think deep down, Baker understands it's a business. Because you're always trying to, like, if, if something's out there, whether you agree with the person, whether you agree or not, excuse me, with the person they're pursuing, it's still penultimately a business. So that's something to just keep in mind. But also understand this. At some point in the game, if you're Cleveland, and let's say if you're Jimmy Haslam, if you're Andrew Barry, you're in the front office. And let's say, let's just say Deshaun says, I want to go to Cleveland. You're obviously going to have to package Baker in the deal, you know, so they can have a quarterback. But if you're a fan, are you okay with that? Because this is all about image. And I'm not saying, listen, I don't tell teams what to do because listen, front offices should not be influenced by fans. Like, let, let's be super clear. Let's be super clear on that. But understand taking on Deshaun Watson, no matter the team, you're taking on the image, you're taking on the media. And listen, Deshaun Watson, yeah, okay, listen, he 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 may be, listen, there's no doubt about it. He, he's still not exempt from punishment from the league in that regard. So keep, so keep that in mind. But at the end of the day, and I wrap up and button up this point, Baker Mayfield kind of epitomizes Cleveland. And I said that. And going through multiple coaches, leading this team to the playoffs, you know, playing through injury, he did all those things. Now, would I call Baker Mayfield a victim? No. Would I call him a hostage? No. Because there are situations in the world, as you well know, because we talk about the uh, the world, you see the blow behind me. So there's other things going on in the world that kind of lessen that statement. What I will say is that ideally, I think Baker's in a situation where he doesn't know his future and neither do we. There, it's not a guarantee that Deshaun's going to be a Cleveland Brown, but you're clearly seeing where the fans are taking their stance on Baker and Deshaun. Things like this 
divide fan bases. Whether to it's Team Baker or Team Deshaun or Team anybody else. It's kind of like with Twilight, with Team Edward, Team Jake. Listen, they tried. I had a friend of mine try to get me to watch the movie. I, I think I saw one of them. I can't tell you which one. But let's get back to the point. The point is this. Deshaun Watson, 26. You know, there's, he's a talented guy. But if you're Cleveland, knowing that you have to give up multiple picks, and, and most teams know what the package is to give up for him. But it's all, once again, it's about image. Do you want Deshaun Watson to be the new CEO of your team? Because he's going to be the face. And you want your CEO to produce results. That's why they're the highest paid. Why do you think the CEO is the highest paid person in the company? Why he or she's the highest paid person in the company? For a reason. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Look at look at Aaron Rodgers. Like look at look at guys who listen. There's a reason why the quarterback is one of the highest paid guys, if not the highest paid guy in the team. That's something to, to, to think about. So that being said, before I do before I do close. I'm glad baseball is back. And we're going to definitely talk more baseball. Hopefully on within, if not next week. You know, possibly shooting for next week when have someone to talk about baseball. A friend of mine is a face that you've seen before. So if you've been listening to, the, listening to the show, you probably may or may not know who that is. But I had to throw that in there. Because it's all the chaos and news that's going on in the world. But, but once again, like and subscribe comment drop questions through the podcast well, follow me on twitter at ladares underscore brown and at ladares underscore brown on instagram follow the podcast page at sports the world on twitter and instagram and follow the podcast page polls questions things of that nature like and subscribe said that again bears worth repeating well folks until i see and hear you again i'm ladares be real be you be blessed and be safe from all of us here from the sports and the world pocket. The sports and the world podcast is brought to you by Exogun. Ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without leaving the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, and put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in recovery. Like we said before, you can even use it for percussion therapy. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Get 10% off with code CGS10 at checkout. Comes with a charger and carrying case. Go get your Exogun today and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice.